Dance Masters, the podcast. I'm only listening if you get people chatting music with DJs behind the music. Chatting music with DJs behind the music. I'm James Blonde and welcome to the Dance Masters podcast where we dig a little deeper with the superstars of UK dance. We ask all our guests a series of questions and hope for a series of different answers to find out what's going on behind the scenes and what makes them tick. So if there's anything you want to ask on future shows, just get in touch and let us know. If there was a walk of fame in Ibiza, tonight's guest would be the star attraction. Alongside his partner in crime, Alex P, he's a true superstar DJ. One of the original Up Your Ronson and Clockwork Orange resident DJs. Plus, with two UK top 20 hits under his belt, we welcome Brandon Block to Dance Masters. Hey, how you doing, James? Nice to see you. Nice to speak to you again, mate. Very good, my friend. Uh, how was that for an intro? I'm actually I've lost for words. It was an incredible intro. <laughs> Do you think you're on Graham Norton? Yeah, risen to the heights of dizzy celebrity. Well, listen, Brandon, thanks for joining us on the show. I wanted to go through kind of your whole career, really, because you were at the scene right back at the very beginning when the house movement hit the UK shores. And with a massive resurgence in the classic dance events over the last few years, especially, how do you feel the audience has changed? I actually don't think they have. I don't think they've changed. I mean, just the age has changed. I don't think their attitude has changed. I think they've been instilled with this, you know, clubbing camaraderie and the community we created all them years ago, which was seemed to be missing again. We sort of created again during lockdown. And now, you know, I hope it sticks. We are a nation of hardcore hedonists at the bottom of it. You know, we love our music. We love our clubbing. We embraced it in such a way, you know, in Ibiza and stuff. Although it's a very cosmopolitan place and fantastic to visit in the 80s and 90s, we had the biggest impact. The Brits have always been that, you know, we are rebellious. We want a party. We will do it regardless and no one can hold us back type thing. At that point, it was pioneering. It hadn't been done before. Who would have thought that period, you know, 30 odd years ago, what happened then would stem where we're at now. If you want to go back to the famous five, isn't it? Nicky Holloway, Johnny Walker, Terra Funk, Danny Ramlin and Paul Oakenfold yep. all went to Ibiza and brought back that Ibiza Balearic sound, let's say, to the clubs that they opened. And obviously Alex was living out there anyway. And I, I went soon after, like, I, I went out with Charlie Chester and, you know, we had some fun, etc. as you can well imagine. And I went back the next year and, you know, I met up with Alex again. And he said, come and play at my club. And I did. And it, that morning was a groundbreaking experience for me. You know, I was looking through some photos the other day and it's just... We're tearful, emotional, sort of fond memories, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. And you're talking about it with the same passion now as you experienced at the time. Do you still get the same buzz from playing out now? Yeah, of course. When Boris, you know, made the announcement beginning of Feb about the actual plans for coming out, unlocking in, and I actually cried because, I, you know, even with all the tools I use for um, the mental health work and, yeah, you know, stuff, even without realising the, the underlying stress that we were all, it was sort of in me as well. You know? Well, that's something I wanted to touch on, because as well as the DJing, you've been working to promote mental health issues with the, the Happy Days for Everyone. I know Get Well Together and the Tuned Out Projects, amongst others. I'd love for you just to tell us some more. I was doing a talk at the Ministry of Sound two years ago, and it was about breaking the silence around mental health. And we just spoke about you know our struggles uh, and how we managed to sort of cope with stuff. And, and on the back of that, I spoke to the Ministry and said, look, would you be up for me running a monthly group, getting guest speakers in? And it turned out that it was you know, very well attended. And obviously during lockdown, we couldn't do that venue, but we did transfer it online. Um, so that's still sort of been bubbling. And we've got Happy Days for Everyone, which is a little project in 2018. Again, I was on Celebrity Big Brother. I don't know if you was aware of that. Obviously I walked out. I was. And uh, I was literally in burnout, which is why I left that, the Big Brother house, because I was just not 
well in the head. And I came out, I thought, I need to do something to myself. I need to get myself well somehow. I need to, you know, so I went to a Tony Robbins event, came back and it sort of spurred me on to sort of start working on myself. And and that's how Happy Days started. So they're all still running, still Happy Days is now heading towards being a charity, uh, tuned out, as I say, still run, Get Well Together is a project which will come together as and when. And also I um, do a podcast with Chesney Hawks and Lynn Ferguson uh, called We're All A Bit Mental to break the stigma around mental health sorry to rabbit for so long no 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 not at all to be honest brandon i really really wanted to touch on that because i think it's quite poignant at the moment anyway uh with a lot that's going on it's important to be able to open up and discuss these issues yeah just moving on from that a little bit in addition to the djing as well you've spent many years on air at the likes of kiss fm or currently you're doing my soul is that right yep do you have a preference of either live gigs or sitting behind the mic i think i like a bit of everything. I think, you know, it's a balance. Again, life, you know, life's about balance. I think it's not about shutting yourself off to anything in particular. I got it. A little bit of everything. I like that. I mentioned at the very top of the show about your chart success as Blockster, uh, as well as your uh-huh. DJ sets. Do you think there's room for classic PAs of Blockster to come out of retirement? Uh, it's different because, you know, we don't have Top of the Pops. Top of the Pops was an institution. I grew up with Top of the Pops and being on it was just incredible. You just never thought that would ever happen, but it did. So I'm very grateful for that. Top of the pops, mate. T O T P. Just out of interest, who was hosting it when when you appeared? Kate Thornton. Yeah, I knew I knew Kate because she was married to Darren Emerson. Yeah, I knew Kate anyway, so it was quite nice because we were backstage and we was all on the chat and it was quite good. And also, it was quite fun. It was also on the same bill was De Click, who were our mates, and we'd actually remixed their single "Good Rhymes," which was the one that was in the charts. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. They were like just behind us in the charts at that time, so we were all on the top of the pop show together. <laughs> I bet you had a great after party. Fantastic. Do you have a favourite DJ of all time? Yeah, that's a couple, I suppose. Musically, I've had a few. I think Norman Jay, I've always had a soft spot for Norman. And Paul Trouble Anderson. And a lot of my peers now who are all great DJs in their own right. You know, I've had some great nights out listening to many of them. So, And is there someone coming up through the ranks now that might champion a change to Norman Jay? I think Melvo Baptiste is going to be a... He's, he's Norman's nephew, so he's got some good teaching going on oh yes yeah, so he's fantastic i mean melvo's really really good and we've got a little fun favorite feature on the show called what's in your box where we deep dive into musically what makes you tick so is there a signature record or a go-to tune that defines the brandon block sound oh there's a few actually i really like dave morales's new productions the last couple of years there's one he's done of um and i'm telling you which is fantastic and his one believe which was a big piano anthem i love and what was the first record you ever bought? Oh, well, the first record, 12-inch, I remember buying, was probably on pink vinyl, Can You Feel the Force, The Real Thing. I was 11 years old. You can take that one and hold it with, with absolute pride because it's a cool track. Uh, do you have a secret guilty pleasure track? I've got so many. I don't call them guilty pleasures. I just think they're great records. King, Love and Pride is one of my faves. Believe it or not, my go-to sort of sad record is Born Free by Matt Munro about the lions. Wow. And is there anything kind of current on the radar we should be listening out for that you're really into? No. <laughs> okay. To be honest with you, I've only listened to my own music during lockdown. No, that's more than fair enough. In the world of throwaway MP3s, have you got a treasured piece of vinyl? I haven't. Oh, yes, I have got a few bits left. I actually gave most of my records to charity not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Did you cherry pick through it and go, I can't possibly get rid of that one or this one? I've got a few left. I kept about 100. So um, I suppose one of my favourite keeps was a, a Todd Terry run called Preacher which is a, just a, a really huge sort of housey outing. Oh, sorry, listen up as well. Quincy Jones. Ooh, a, gem. A, a collaboration of incredible 
artists. Fantastic. And as we start to wrap up here, Brandon, what's going on and what's coming up next in the world of Brandon Block? I'm just working. I'm working for a charity at the moment. I'm working for the Hepatitis C Trust. I mean, I've got some gigs coming in again. Well, I suppose back to a semi fairly normal, but obviously with a, a new a new outlook, I think. Wonderful. Nice, nice. Very nice indeed. Brandon, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for taking the time to, to chew the cud. That wraps up the show for this week. And if you like what you've heard and you fancy adding some tunes into the mix, why not check out the full two-hour show with an exclusive mix from tonight's guest. Joining us on the next episode is Judge Jules. Thanks for listening to the show. Join us back here next Friday on Dance Masters. And don't forget to hit the link to subscribe. Dance Masters, the podcast. I'm only listening if you get people chatting music with DJs behind the music. Chatting music with DJs behind the music.